Yes, I mean, Direct-to-Fan has been around for quite some time, but I think now there's more tools that are available to any industry, not just our own, to connect directly to their constituents. You're listening to Music Growth Talks, the podcast for musicpreneurs with Andrew Apanoff. Hello everyone, Andrew Abanov here with a new edition of the Music Growth Talks podcast. This is episode number 135 and my guest today is Tommy Stocknacht, the founder of Single Music. It's a company based out of Nashville and essentially it's an add-on, an extension to the Shopify e-commerce platform. It's uh, it's a great store solution, uh, familiar to many of you, lots of data music's Clients have been using Shopify and I really dig the uh, platform and with the help of Single you can turn Shopify into a proper uh, music distribution direct to fan a store for uh, for a record label for a music project. All the music sales are reported to Nielsen SoundScan for the Billboard chart positions and uh, there is a number of additional features added uh, to your store through single that are designed specifically for music. The business model is quite neat uh, and you're going to hear it all from Tommy directly right on this show. So listen on, there is uh, quite a few recommendations on handling a music store overall. So it's not just for those of you who run uh, music stores with Shopify, uh, anyone who's got uh, a direct-to-fan store, like a store on your website with any platform, you're going to learn something useful here. And if you don't have a store yet, I recommend you considering to set up one. It's really, really tough to sell anything online uh, un- until you get a particular kind of traction. But making a sale is... Uh, uh, is, is a sign that you are earning your super fans. Uh, even if you're not making much money with a store, it's really good to have one up as early as possible to give the opportunity to support you through buying a t-shirt, uh, a CD digital copy of your album directly from you. So don't miss this opportunity in these days. It's really easy to create a store. Shopify is a great solution. I'm clearly not affiliated with Shopify anyhow, and there is a bunch of other uh, solutions out there. If you have any questions about that, let me know in the comments on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, or just email me a matter Andrew at datamusic.com and I'll be glad to uh, give you my feedback uh, on anything related. And for now, listen on a conversation with Single Music. Uh, Tommy, welcome to Music Growth Talks. I'm thrilled to welcome you to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. How would you define direct-to-fan relationship today. It's the term that we've been using for many, many years in the industry, but to you today, what is direct-to-fan? I think most industries, not just in music, I mean, you're talking everything from cosmetics to just general sales. It's all moving towards a direct-to-consumer direction because the technology is now there. I think in the past, most people had to distribute things like music or whatever they were selling through larger platforms because there wasn't much access to being able to sell directly to the, their fans or their consumers. So to me, I think it's more 
Yes, I mean, Direct-to-Fan has been around for quite some time, but I think now there's more tools that are available to any industry, not just our own, to connect directly to their constituents. So that way they can direct create direct relationships with them. They can sell to them directly. They'll know exactly who is purchasing from them. And I think that it's a way for artists and any industry to be able to say, hey, these are the people that are buying from me. These are the people that support me the most. And it, it enables you to be able to, to have a, a more personal and direct relationship with them. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So there is a number of uh, ways to kind of monetize the audience. To me, uh, money, it's not really about the monetization, but establishing a relationship with a fan, because if someone wants to give you a dollar, most probably it means that they really care about you. So it's like the, it's, it's a symbol of, of establishing this relationship, in my opinion. And uh, we've seen some artists with uh, very modest following having success with crowdfunding uh, campaigns, for example. Uh, while they don't necessarily do really well with selling their albums directly to fans. How is it? Because I know that you've got an interesting piece on the blog that intrigued me about pledge and crowdfunding and all that stuff. But how would you compare these different models of allowing fans to support an artist financially? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you're completely right. I mean, it's all about creating that relationship because once you create the relationship, then the monetization or being able to actually have revenue to support your craft comes after that. So the piece that we wrote about Pledge Music was ultimately just saying there's a lot of different places where you can achieve the same things that Pledge was doing from a technical perspective around running crowdfunding and that kind of stuff through your own store. And the way that we kind of approach that, which is different than most other most other services, since we're attached to another platform, and for those that are, are unfamiliar, our service works with the Shopify e-commerce platform. You can so the the issue with Pledge and a lot of those services was the fact that they held on to your money. So you were paying them a percentage of gross, roughly fifteen percent of gross, for them to run these campaigns for you. Well, services like Shopify enable fans to pay directly to you as opposed to having to go through an intermediary like Pledge Music and have them take a percentage of it. So what we did is we said, okay, let's just make a platform of tools that can be attached to Shopify so fans are able to pay the fan directly. We can't make the same mistake as Pledge by holding your money and allocating those funds elsewhere to support our operations. We take care of that on our own. So our main thing is is to give artists the ability to run crowdfunding campaigns directly through their own store, directly to their fans. Fans are paying them directly. They're the ones that the money's in their account in two to three days collecting all of it. And we can't basically we can't fail and we don't take any of the percentage of the physical merchandise or any of the gross to support those things. So it ends up being much more lucrative, both on the amount of revenue that the artist is able to hold on to, but also the security of knowing that somebody can't just run off with your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's good, and I I like that you are working with Shopify specifically. It's the platform that I've seen quite a few independent musicians have been using recently in the past few years. I see uh, the many musicians giving the preference to that platform for selling merchandise online in the well in in the cases i've seen it's mainly about about merch and um, it's good that it's a big platform because there is some uh, kind of brand trust thingy when someone orders some something from an artist but sees that it's happening with uh, the platform 
they have heard about, in my opinion, it kind of helps, even for I have quite a few questions to you about how that works. Well, mainly, what's the, what are the advantages of going through you versus just, you know, signing up for a Shopify account directly? Sure. So Shopify itself being its own platform, obviously, there's a couple of pieces to unpack based on what you just said. So about 50, like it's about a 50-50 split in our user base between major label artists, everybody from Christina Aguilera to the Food Fighters to Rufus Dussault and a lot of other ones to independent record labels and independent artists themselves. So we're an add-on plugin to Shopify to enable Shopify to report sales to the billboard charts, run things like pre-orders, doing instant grads, selling digital directly to their fans, both in like lossless formats, that kind of thing. What makes us different uh, so we, we, you still have to go through Shopify. You still have to create an account there and you can attach us to it if you need our tool set, like track previews and being able to have a track list and, and a lot of the stuff that you would see on platforms like Bandcamp and other ones. But the difference that we see, there's a reason why the vast majority of major artists are on platforms like Shopify as opposed to more of the, the DIY platforms like Bandcamp. And that strictly comes down to the fact that those platforms take a percentage of your physical merchandise. So with Shopify being roughly $30 US per month, and I'm not sure if that's a different cost in different territories, but in the United States, it's $30 a month or 29. But, yeah. And that, that's a, a flat monthly fee that they pay. And then obviously you have their, their payment processor. So the way that I always equate it to independent artists and independent labels is, look, if you're selling enough product, and I understand that for some people, it's off-putting to have to have a subscription to a service in order to start selling. But when it comes to a simple math problem, let's just say that you sell 10 to 15 items that are priced around 25 bucks to 30 bucks. So that could be anywhere from like vinyls and t-shirts, that kind of thing. If you sell 10 to 15 of those items on a monthly basis, the commissions to a platform that takes a percentage of your sales, and let's, let's use 10% as the example, is roughly about $30. So that means that if you're selling more than 10 to 15 items in your store on a monthly basis, everything after those 10 to 15 items, you're still continuing to pay that 10% off the top of all of your merchandise. Yeah. So what single, what single did is said, look, we'll only monetize the digital side of things at a fixed cost. So we, our pricing model is 15 cents per track, roughly the same 15% as other platforms, but we capped that at $2 per album. So that way, if you're on a, a platform like Pledge Music or Bandcamp that takes a percentage, you could be selling something that's 30, 40, 50 bucks, and those, the commissions to those platforms would be about three, five, six bucks respectively. Where in our system, only if you had had a digital album attached to those same items, it would have been a $2 commission on those. So it ends up being much more lucrative for them. And if you're only selling things like physical merchandise, we'll report those sales to the billboard charts and buzz angle, but we still don't take any portion of your physical sales. So you end up retaining a lot more of your revenue by paying a subscription to somebody. And that subscription is in lieu of you paying 10% off the top of gross for every sale. Makes a lot of sense. I really like the the model. I like the idea of, of kind of bundling the merchant, merch items with uh, digital products is something that we've been trying to do quite a bit of the years and and yeah well and everything you mentioned so far really seems like something that will be 
a lot more interesting to artists who are selling through Bandcamp, for example, right now. The subscription is another thing. So you mentioned earlier that it's possible to set up something like crowdfunding platform, something that would uh, be somewhat similar to Pledge because Pledge is wasn't exactly like a crowdfunding platform. It's it's uh, they position themselves a bit differently, but it's possible to set up subscriptions at Shopify, correct? Yeah, of course. And so, I mean, that, that's the other part that we like about being partnered with a platform like Shopify. So for those unfamiliar, Shopify is a kind of a platform that you could sell anything from it and you could sell anything from t-shirts to cosmetics or whatever. But they also have an app store and that's where just like on an iPhone or an Android and single is an app in the app store that you can use to extend the functionality of the Shopify platform. And there are thousands of other applications that if you needed to customize your store or whatever your you wanted to do as your campaign, there's probably an app in there that will allow you to do it. So Single traditionally is not necessarily a crowdfunding platform itself, but we do have tools like pre-orders and automating delivery and making sure that those automated deliveries are reporting to the charts that you can use through us. But you could also use Single in tandem with a a strictly crowdfunding plugin. So yeah. it shows the how close you are to a goal, that kind of thing. So it enables us to focus very specifically on the holes that we see in the platform for music while also remaining compatible with the other applications that are in the app store. So an artist or a business or anybody can pick and choose what services that they want to have as opposed to us having to bake in all these different ones we just say, look, we'll stick to our real house and let other people handle things like the pure crowdfunding portion of it. So it appears to me that you you may find find yourself selling Shopify to a record label who uses another platform if you start communicating with someone about about single. So so do do you mainly work with uh, with artists and labels who already use Shopify or you get to convert someone to start using Shopify with your Add on. I mean, obviously, because we're integrated with somebody else's platform and it's required to, for us to work, part of our time is marketing Shopify and somebody else's platform. We're completely independent of them, but we do love the services that they offer. So yeah, I mean, part of it is that. But the vast majority of what we did to go to market, and a brief part of my background is that I, I was the director of an agent, director of digital on the music side for an agency based in Nashville, where our company is now. And so I was overseeing around 500 different artist sites and stores when I was with that agency. And basically, that's where we saw the need to plug in those holes in the platform. So really, what we're trying to do is make it to where if you're on Shopify, you have access to a new set of tools that you didn't have that simplify a lot of the things that you we know that you have been doing because I did those personally. And then if you don't have Shopify, really just explaining that there's other models out there outside of just giving a percentage of your gross revenue to somebody and just explaining that there is a different way that you can maintain more of your money. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I fully support the model uh, that you've got here. What I've seen over and over again, that someone in the music and tech starts a company, a startup, that is uh, real ambitious, something like creating a brand new platform f- just for musicians. The issue is that there are other players on the market with much more money than we will ever see in the music industry potentially, sure. uh, who have bigger teams to develop something really powerful. 
I've got some examples with um, website uh, creation platforms, but in this case, Shopify is really powerful. And the fact that you have access to all these plugins, add-ons, official integrations like selling from Instagram, something that is kind of still not exactly stable from my experience, but you get access to many things that like it would be pretty much impossible to develop from scratch. So the fact that you just have these music-specific features added to Shopify is quite powerful. I hope it kind of makes sense to our listeners how exactly it's set up. That makes exact sense as to what our entire mission was, is to for someone to start a music company that's just another like a, another platform and say, hey, leave where you are and come to us, that's never been our goal. Our goal has always been to say, let's go to where artists are or show that there's other options out there rather than trying to compete necessarily we're trying to say, hey, we know that there's issues with these pre-existing massive platforms that, just like you said, have access to hundreds or thousands of developers, tons of capital. Let's just make the, those systems work with our industry as opposed to trying to necessarily reinvent the wheel with another platform. So by just like you had said, where Shopify has their integrations with Instagram, they also have point of sale stuff. So you can sell records like on the road if you wanted to. There's just tons of stuff that we know that we wouldn't be able to build ourselves because, I mean, or because somebody else is already doing it. You're just effectively trying to rebuild what somebody else has already done. So our trajectory is to find these different platforms and then integrate with them and give them a tool set and say, hey, look, you don't have to leave where you are. We'll come to you and we'll solve problems that we know that you have. So so are there plans on working with other e-commerce platforms in the future? Potentially. That's something that's been on our radar for a little while, but we're so mainly focused on Shopify. We have such a good relationship with them that while it's something that we've discussed, it's not on our immediate roadmap. We have other things that we want to solve first in terms of tool sets, as opposed to kind of taking our time and doing integrations to other platforms at the moment. There's just there's about 800,000 merchants on Shopify. We have 800 stores thus far. And but like I said, they're predominantly from, from pretty high level artists too. Yeah. So we've got some way we've got ways to go just on the platform that we're already integrated with. So before we do any uh, integrations with like Big Commerce or any Magento and the other ones, we're gonna to focus on that. But it's definitely something that we have in, on in yeah. our minds. Yeah, it makes makes sense. And I'm glad to hear that just because I want you to thrive and succeed, but. Relying on one platform may be dangerous as practice shows. So we're going to be releasing a new service that allows artists to, like, quote unquote, bundle things like pre-saves and follows and subscriptions to, to all the DSPs and even services like Twitch and Discord and Patreon, because I know that there's a lot of overlap between the music and gaming community. Yeah. But that way you could say, hey, fan buys a t-shirt and then, hey, thank you for your purchase. Why don't you pre-add my record on Spotify and that kind of thing, too. And we're going to eventually offer that as a standalone service outside of just Shopify as well. So we have plans to offer some services that are completely decoupled from Shopify. And then and that same service would also be compatible with doing those bundles and stuff too. So just like you said, I mean, we know that being completely dependent on a one singular platform is, is not a smart business decision by any measure, but we also want to make sure that we're solving the problems of those people before we extend ourselves to go to other platforms. But yeah, it's it's definitely mm-hmm. something that we, we, we're going to make ourselves be 
a little bit get, gather a little bit more independence over time. Cool, cool, good to know. And yeah, we are linking to uh, to the single website in the show notes and uh, I, I just encourage everyone to check out what's the latest on the blog and so on because maybe someone is listening to us when there is some new release all of the platforms out like some interesting new features have been added one more question among all those 800s and and rising stores that you handle right now any particular best practices that may be applicable to up-and-coming developing artists who don't have too many sales, but they've got some traction. So anything, because Shopify is powerful, there is a lot of features and there is a lot of ways to customize your store and so on, but maybe you've got a highlight or two of um, presenting a store or it can be anything, usability, design or features or the the actual product offers. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things in that. So one, you want to make sure that the design is up to par with what people are used to. So if that means like getting your buddy that does development to do a customization or a lot of artists themselves are also visual artists. So making sure that it is branded well, because out of the box, I mean, from a design perspective, it's fairly rudimentary and you have tons of customization at your disposal, but just make sure that the site looks like when you go to, to Amazon or you go to a, a large artist's website, there's obviously it's branded well and it's designed and they have teams behind them. Even an independent artist can get a certain level of customization to where the fan, the more that the better the design is, the more a fan trusts that they're actually getting a good product. People do respond well to design. And from a, a tool-based perspective, built into Shopify, there's things like uh, abandoned cart notifications, meaning like if a fan adds something to their cart and they started the checkout process, but they didn't finish, it can automatically send them an email that says, hey, this is waiting in your cart. That can drive conversions. You can do things like upsells. Hey, I saw that you got this t-shirt. These are some other products that you might be interested in. You could do things like uh, digital and physical bundling. So once a fan buys a t-shirt, they also get a copy of your record. And then that counts as a scannable sale on the billboard charts. And that's predominantly what a lot of major label artists do. Uh, so that way they can get those additional scans outside of just their streaming numbers, those attachments counts of sales. So there's a lot of different things that you can do. But I think ultimately it comes down to make sure that the design looks good so it catches the, the user's eye, good pictures, that kind of thing. But uh, the nice part is about uh, Shopify specifically is since they've integrated things like Apple Pay and Android Pay and PayPal and all the different platforms that you can think of, is it makes it a lot easier for a fan to go through the checkout process than a lot of these other services without having to necessarily enter in a lot of information. Really, it comes down to the, the least amount of touch points that a fan has to have before they can open their wallet or you can make a sale is better. The more friction that you give them, the less likely they are to purchase. Yeah, yeah. Great tips here. Lots of uh, very specific actionable advice. I appreciate that. And I'm glad that you mentioned email marketing. We we see some really good conversion on the abandoned cards emails that you just mentioned. And the design is just, it's just so important, like keeping it consistent with other profiles. But it's just like the expectations are rather high these days from uh, any store really so it's it's i'm so glad that you mentioned that because it's just crazy how many musicians are i think losing uh, potential customers because of poor poor design essentially yeah and on the design perspective too is if an artist is going out and playing shows everybody's got an iphone and an iphone can take great pictures but pretty much every single one of our us has a buddy that has a, a dslr camera 
And so many people focus their photography simply on the social aspect, tossing it into Instagram and that kind of thing. When you're going to, when you, when you got a show, it's very simple to, to pay your buddy a, a little bit of money, come out to the show, have them take some good shots of that, and then use that as the banner images on your site. So basically you're developing design assets fairly inexpensively from your, just by using your own network. So rather than just having to toss something up there and just use a logo, don't be afraid to, to use a, a shot of you guys playing a show as a banner image or something like that. But just make sure that it's of high quality because people are used to high quality when they're purchasing online. And while you have that friend with a proper camera, it may be a good idea to ask them to take some good photos of the products as well, because that's kind of helps um yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe using the model so if if it's um yeah much but yeah anyway it's it's just something that uh, proves to increase sales but there is a lot more that goes into um, e-commerce optimization i don't think we necessarily want to uh to go into that how do we get started so i guess anyone who already uses shopify it's really straightforward they just need to go and connect your Connect you right, so it's it, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. it's quite it's it's basically it's free to to start using the platform. Then it's uh, yeah exactly. It's a, it's a free yeah. install, so it's a free install. You can find us through the Shopify App Store. If you search single, if you search music, then you will find us. We're the the first thing that comes up, and uh, we're the only service that automates reporting to the Billboard charts directly through the platform as well too. So that, that's one way to find us. If you're just starting out, you've never used Shopify, if you have a ton of questions, just go to singlemusic.com. We're there. We've got live chat on the site. We're happy to walk people through that as well. But we do have articles in our support center about getting started with Shopify for musicians. And it's kind of like a, a, a 101 on how to, to create an account and add single to it and get started with selling both digital and physical there's even apps where you can do direct-to-consumer garments. So if you're like Printful and some of the other ones. So if you're an artist and you ha don't have any merchandise, you don't have anything yet, and you don't have the capital to be able to kind of invest in that just yet, you can still spin up a store. You can still put merchandise in it. You can still start selling your music in it. You can even bundle us with that merchandise. And you can get going for very, very little money. Whereas on most other platforms, you have to have actual inventory going into it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I hope that uh, we've got a few people interested in checking out Single and Shopify uh, here. So thank you for sharing it all. I'm really looking forward to uh, to all the new features and the updates on the platform. Some of the stuff you mentioned, I understand that uh, there's a lot uh, more in the pipeline. So uh, looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, really cool that you are open to talking to anyone interested in learning more. So I, I know that you've got uh, these uh, live demo scheduling thingy on your website and so on. So that's, uh, that's cool. Uh, anything else that you want to share with our listeners about single or just a general recommendation or anything related to uh, direct to fan relationships? I mean, primarily, it's if you have any questions, just come and ask. We're a, a small enough team and we're happy to answer any questions that you have and any advice, things like that. There's a lot of, I think, an opacity in the industry around how things report and how what things work and what things don't work. And obviously, we're, we're a service, but we also want to make sure that we're also a resource 
to artists to answer those kinds of questions. So if you have anything, come to the site, talk to us, you can talk to me. And then just like you said, you can even schedule live demos and live support sessions with us. So if you're you're stuck, you can schedule 30 minutes of our time and we'll help you walk through it and make sure that you're getting up and going. Awesome, really, really cool. Um, and uh, once again, thank you for what you do and uh, for the insights that you've shared with us. Um, today tell me so thank you a lot and um yeah we'll keep an eye on uh single of course thank you for having me thank you all for listening if you have any feedback do contact tommy directly there is a contact form on the uh single uh music website and i'm linking to their twitter to tommy's twitter in the show notes um so go to datamusic.com find episode one three five uh, uh, for the show notes uh, to uh, this very conversation we had. Uh, and uh, there is a link to a blog post as well. Um, a single just uh, released a cool new feature, uh, which Tommy briefly mentioned on this show. So check it all out, uh, see what they are up to, if it's uh, a fitting solution for, uh, for your uh, music store and uh, once again if you have any questions let us know let single music know and uh, stay tuned stay subscribed for more episodes of music growth talks thank you a lot you've been listening to music growth talks with andrew apanov find more episodes and subscribe at musicgrowthtalks.com